Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, right now at Hassle Cattle Company, if you use the code DNVR10, you're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. Of course, that's at HassleCattleCompany.com. If you're in the area, stop by the DNVR bar. We've got Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on all our burgers. It's super, super good. And again, if you're not in the area, check out HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your entire purchase every single time. Not just a one-time deal, every single time. They've got everything at Hassle Cattle Company. Some of us at DNVR, we actually live off of Hassle Cattle Company purchases. Pull a bunch of friends together. Any orders over $200, you will receive free shipping. Uh, So check out everything they have to offer at HassleCattleCompany.com. Make sure to use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your purchase. And if you're in the area, if you're on East Colfax, if you're in Denver, stop by the DNVR bar. All our burgers are awesome, and they have Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on them. Oh man, a musicless edition. A music. <laughs> oh, what is up, guys? An impromptu edition of the DMV Show, aka the DMVR Nuggets podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. In fact, what is my little thing up there? Boom! There we go. All right, now it's a show. Uh, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR whenever you sign up. A little impromptu. We so many things. You know what we were doing today, guys? We were previewing the season. We were doing our season previews. One of my favorite projects of the entire year. Going great, but it it ended up cutting into our typical podcast time. So we're doing it a little bit later. We figure our fans in Australia would appreciate that. So good day, mates. Um, I'm sorry. Jesus. It's way tired. It's been a long week. It's only Tuesday. Uh, I'm joined by the man with the wind in his hair, Harrison. I got to admit, I'm a little rattled right now. I uh, did not know we were going live, so I had to like look like I wasn't just doing nothing and sitting on my couch for the last three hours. But this is what we do. We go, we go live. This is what we do. I'm also joined by my man, D-Line Code, down below. D-Line. That's right, guys. I uh, actually was motionless on my couch also, but I got up and I drove in here to the office and I'm employing a ring light. Look how good I look. Me you too. Look very good. Oh yeah, me too. So <laughs> Adam is uh, deploying or employing Dude. a white a, a white wall, which he always gets on everybody for I having know. as their this background. Straight so. prison vibes, dude. 
No, that's where I'm at. Uh, live from jail. No, I, you guys know. Look, I've been telling everybody I'm I'm in the process of moving. I'm in the new move, but nothing like everything's still bubble wrapped. And you couldn't put a goddamn pennant behind you or something like a basketball. <laughs> or... <laughs> you know what? I just have my shoe. It was like. It was, Jesus. No, definitely not. <laughs> this is grim. On today's show, guys, we're going to talk about, we're going to preview tomorrow's game, game number two with the Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, uh, second preseason game. We should have Jokic for that one. Looking forward to that. Uh, and we're also going to discuss an interesting tweet from none other than Jamal Murray. He has a prediction for this season, a pretty interesting prediction. A bold prediction, maybe. We might even say a half-court heave, if you will. Um, <laughs> he's got a bold prediction. But I want to start with the annual GM survey. It came out this year, and it's an opportunity for us to get riled up. I was just going to say, are we going to get irrationally angry about this? Because I just, I mean, yes. I'm happy to do it. I just need to know. Yes? Okay, cool. No. Prepare uh, I'm ready. Get, get, bring your anger. Bring your rage. So the GM survey, Harrison, do you want to introduce what it is? Well, allegedly, uh, John Schumann of NBA.com does this every year. Uh, he polls all the GMs in the league. Um, I think it's just the GMs, right? And ask them a series of questions. Who will win the title? Who's going to win MVP? Yada, yada, yada. My biggest question about the GM survey is GM survey is who is actually doing it? Is it actually a GM? Are they actually like, oh, here's you. Hey, uh, scout number two. Do you want to do this NBA.com survey for me? So that's, that's my biggest question with this. Is it the GMs or is it like some low level guy doing this? So if Tim Conley was sent this one, do you think that he would fill it out himself or like hand it? I'd be like, hey, Tommy or Lane or, you know, somebody, John, somebody fill this out for me. I don't want to do this. Yes. I think he'd <laughs> hand it off. Yeah. Ask a question, get an answer. There it is. <laughs> Eric, if this was you, if you were the GM, do you think you could be uh, bothered to fill this out? Of course. Of course. I want to make sure that all of my opinions are appropriately represented in podcasts across the land. I want to make sure that the outrage that uh, is garnered from this is is absolutely uh, necessary and real. So yes, yeah. I, 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 you know, come on. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, do you, Harrison, do you want to walk us through this? I'll share the screen here so that yeah, we can you share it. I'll walk everyone through it. All right, perfect. Here you can see this. I'll tell here. you guys where to direct your outrage. So which team will win the 2022 NBA Finals? Surprise, surprise. It's funny because we talk about this as a year with parody and like, oh, there's no favorite out West or whatever. But then you look at this and almost everyone thinks Brooklyn's going to win. Yeah. Just so to be clear, the, just to be clear, them selecting it doesn't mean that, that it's true and that parody is dead. <laughs> That is true. Uh, <laughs> like the, I mean, the, this isn't the actual season we're looking at here, just uh, printed on a piece of paper. <laughs> it's probably the right answer, though. I, they sh I think they should be this type of favorite, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you feel the same way, Eric? Do you feel like they are such heavy favorites? I do. I mean, I do because uh, they have been, in a weird way, they like built this weird team out of nowhere, but then they've had like, the like rarest combination of taking no steps, skipping every step, and then also <laughs> delayed gratification. They've had to wait yeah. like three years for this team to actually like be assembled and play together. So, you know, we've not really seen like what Brooklyn, Brooklyn looks like when everything is clicking and all of the big pieces are together, but in, frankly, it's terrifying. Um, 
so yes, I mean, it, you know, you always have to assume that um, the league is broken because it's broken. Um, so this would just be another another example of that. So nobody was actually selected to win the title this year of the people surveyed, except for Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Surprisingly, I'm, it's kind of interesting because you see that the Lakers have. Uh, oh, I guess this is the Eastern Conference. How did I? How did nobody stop me here? That was I, no, right above oh, it. Yeah, right above it. Okay, so seventy-two percent last year. The Lakers had eighty-one percent. So this year, it, it would seem Brooklyn is less favored. <laughs> surprising to me i guess well, they're, they're dead on about last year so why would they be off this year <laughs> the milwaukee bucks get 10 percent of the vote there um so yeah i guess this is just like the usual suspects nobody really thinks that there's going to be uh anything too exciting let's go to the eastern conference here brooklyn and milwaukee got all of the votes nobody else was picked is there a case for anybody else harrison that you think should have been been picked here no um probably not I think all those teams are, are definitely one step below Milwaukee, definitely probably two steps below Brooklyn. I think those two teams might be in their own tier. I mean, like the thing with Brooklyn is what the hell is going to happen with Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> right. I, I think this GM survey was probably taken before that news came out today. Maybe it, ob- it obviously was. So, Share the news that, today. My day has been so fragmented that I, I might not know. What's the latest news here? I, I think it's just like that there was some confidence he was going to get the vaccine, but now they just oh, nobody cool. knows what's going to happen. Oh, oh, my God. I was so nervous we were, we were going to have zero vax talk. Thank you. Yeah. Kyrie, thank you. Kyrie, yeah. very good uh, about extending a story and keeping it in the news. Just It won't go away. So here we are again. Uh, I mean, you know, you know who I would actually like – throw a vote to is atlanta like, me too i'm just gonna say- getting hot again and going on a run uh-huh. yeah, me too. I, I i like atlanta i do these things tickle me so greatly like uh it's always like just the, the everyone's like who's gonna win it and they're like i don't know the teams that did last year like no one <laughs> ever, they all it's always like uh milwaukee uh i mean it's, it's like and they're they're oftentimes wrong, and it's it is hilarious though when you look back and you just I mean every prediction I saw this year is like, well it'll be Milwaukee and it'll be the Lakers or it'll except be the- for and we're going to get to this in a little bit, the MVP maybe not getting quite the same yes know, as it's typical so very strange that that works. Uh, it is interesting with Philadelphia. Like, I think you would have just looked at the timing and thought, oh, Philadelphia will, you know, they'll be in the mix as well um, just because they still haven't beat or whatever. But with the uncertainty, like Simmons, you, you thought he'll still get a player. Like, as much as things have gone south for them, you still expect that Philly will, again, at worst, to C.J. McCollum. I don't know that if Ben Simmons's like, trade value is below where C.J. McCollum is no longer on the table and, like, the it, the 76ers are so toxic right now. Like I, I don't care who they get for Simmons. It, it's just not going to go how it needs to go for them to win the East. I mean, like, they only just, got it's 33% just not, of the third place votes, which is kind of surprising to me. Oh my yeah. God. You know that seems should, toxic. You know who they should trade Ben Simmons for? Markel Fultz. That would be the <laughs> that would be pretty low that would definitely be pretty low uh boston indiana even gets in there i feel like indiana is a sneaky pick. i guess what are they really sneak? well i mean not to win but to maybe be third There's a big big, big duarte fan up here yeah big duarte fan uh all right let's the scroll duarte rick carlisle combo uh, last year 64 percent milwaukee last year it was 
was it 76ers were number one seed yeah they were the one seed so there you go um let's go to the western conference our conference look at us the real conference no the real conference nobody took denver to win the, the the conference and i guess do we know does this mean to win the regular season I'm guessing I've got to think that no, I've got to think this is to go to the finals, right? Okay. To come out of the West, I guess. Yeah. Like what's the point of picking who's going to win the regular season? Like, yeah. That that's... could be anyone. Okay. It, it could be the jazz. <laughs> Are you, so I did a show, I think it should come out maybe this week, a Northwest division pod preview with David Locke and um, uh, Danny LaRue. One of my favorite pods I do every single year. We preview all of it and get insight. Obviously David Locke is a Utah jazz guy. He has a scorching hot take. I don't want to – I guess I am ruining it here. He has the Lakers in the play-in. And I just I mean, that... – Go ahead. I want to hear No, no, no. Go, no, go ahead. Finish this. I want to say, look, man, we don't even know who their starters are. We don't know how those pieces are going to fit. There is, for me, reason to think that this Lakers team is, like, really talented at the top but flawed because I think that's what they are. And we're not convinced <laughs> that's going to work. We've seen – even the Brooklyn Nets, who, by the way, talented but not nearly as flawed, at least on paper, they didn't make it to the finals last year. I just – I don't know that I'm ready to – I don't think the Lakers are heavy favorites the way that everybody the GM seem to, 80% of the votes. I mean, I think they are. Like, that's a crazy take to have them, like, slip it all, all that way. Uh, I mean, unless you're just predicting injuries, which are, are, are tough to predict anyway. Yeah. Um, dude, the Lakers, it's definitely going to work. Like, wow. come on, you have Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Look, I am as little of a Russell Westbrook fan right now as anyone, but it's going to work. Like, it, <laughs> I just see such a slim possibility of it not. And, yeah, the role players aren't great, but, look, when you play alongside LeBron and Anthony Davis, you play way out of your league. So, um, I think they're they're the favorite. this has got to be somebody makes a great point it's got to be regular season because fourth i mean maybe you're just saying fourth best i guess it doesn't matter regular season or chances to just be the best team in the west but um i just i don't know 80 percent just seems awfully high utah being second is interesting to me also by the way it is interesting that we have first place votes for the lakers second place votes no third but we do have fourth place votes so (laughs) There's no chance they end up third. That's the There's one thing. No it's chance, like uh, yeah. it's like having your Strava uh, craft coffee delivered to you every two, four, or six weeks. Not not the third. <laughs> not the third week. We don't do three weeks. Come on, every week. <laughs> every three weeks. Um, Utah Jazz are number two and Phoenix number three. And I find this a little bit interesting. <laughs> Funny, Phoenix. People think I keep for Phoenix. I'm not keeping for them. But if, if Denver were Phoenix and went to the finals last year, and then you come to the next year and everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're they're not that good. Like, I, you would get disrespect. I think Phoenix is good. They have good players. Oh, I don't, we would I'm be very irate. Good. We would be irate if uh, we were getting the Phoenix treatment. We're getting it with with Jokic already, and we're yeah. completely irate. Um, all the same, love to see it. I hope that, they, uh, I hope that they, they're all really uncomfortable about this, and I, I hope it comes to pass. Yeah. Um, and then you go down the list. Denver next. No first place votes. Nobody could see it. <laughs> I mean, here's what's funny about this. So Denver gets no first place votes. They only get 3% of the second place votes. So if they get the one seed or maybe even the two seed, does that mean they have like an MVP on their team? Is that, I mean, it would be so shocking for the Nuggets to outperform everyone's expectations. Surely if the Nuggets are a top two seed, they have a repeat MVP, right? Guys, that's, that's what this means. 
I love I love this uh, sarcastic uh, tone that you go into when you're trying to uh, <laughs> expose the hypocrisy of the NBA. Yes, of course, Adam. That that narrative that you just wove is completely true. Of course, they have a repeat NBA MVP to be able to rise to those levels. Of course. Well, I like uh, Marquise has a point here. If Ryan <laughs> Porter got two hundred seven million, yep, that means he's probably yeah, right. all NBA, and the Nuggets are going to pay a lot of money <laughs> for that reward. Which, by the way, I mean, look. He's only played 22 minutes. I, he's on pace to score a point per minute this entire season. Um, like, D- Eric has not been convinced yet that Bones is not uh, Damian Lord. I've not been convinced that Michael Porter can't score one point per minute this entire season. <laughs> equal points in minutes. It's it's on the table. I love it. I love it, dude. We're just two guys that can't be convinced of things. <laughs> We can't be convinced of anything. The Nuggets, <laughs> for what it's worth, do come in with a kind of a, a heavy favorite to be the fourth best team, which is still saying something. Jamal Murray being out, it still says something about the team that they built that everybody still thinks that they're better than Golden State, the Clippers, Dallas, Portland. I I actually feel like this is the appropriate amount of respect for the Nuggets. I, I think that they probably should be aiming to be the fourth best team and maybe uh, outkick their coverage a little bit and be a little bit better, but I don't. I, I don't. I actually feel like this is appropriate. What about you, Harrison? I think it's very appropriate. Uh, this is probably where I would slot Denver. To be completely honest, don't hate me. I mean, I, I think they're probably the fourth best team in the West without Jamal Murray, and it's impossible to predict what impact he's going to make when he comes back. I was bracing. I was bracing for the GMs taking Golden State over Denver. That's what I was bracing for. Very happy that did not happen. Um, because I'm not as big of a believer in Golden State as a lot of people, but that's what I was worried about happening. I like we have our Aussies in the chat here. We got James Ray, and he great conspiracy. We do three, see three percent pop up from time to time, but the Lakers somehow have four percent. Do they just round the Lakers' percentages up? Everybody Probably. else they round down, but the Lakers they round up. Like, yeah, it's four percent. I don't know how how it worked out, but. It's a very good point, James, and I think you just checkmated Adam Silver. So, I'll... man, like just a, just a bunch of uh, math geniuses down there. That's unbe- unbelievable. <laughs> James <laughs> uncovers the conspiracy we all have been suspecting but couldn't prove. So it's interesting if you go last year, eighty six percent predicted the Lakers. You know, obviously that didn't work out. They were a playing team, and then they had Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Dallas, Portland, Utah, Golden State, Phoenix last. So they actually. Mm. Their sixth and eighth picks were actually one and two. I just, it's kind of interesting to me. So take all of these surveys with a, a huge grain of salt. Um, it's not that easy. Uh, math is hard, especially this late in the evening. <laughs> but again, again, so we're taking it with a grain of salt. And just to be clear, this is not how the season is guaranteed to end. <laughs> this is just what some guys wrote down on paper, right? In all, in all honesty, the though, Eric, <laughs> guys, <laughs> honestly, though, Eric, don't like, look, if the Nuggets win a title this year, or even if they just go to the, I don't know, wouldn't it be weird for the Nuggets to be like number one in all of these rankings? Like we just, no, because the Nuggets would win the title and then they'd be like fourth 
in the West. <laughs> You're talking about the origins of Fraud City. Like we were in, we were the first place overall. No one gave us any credit. Turns right. out they were partially right. They, I'll give them partial credit. <laughs> All the same. <laughs> you know, like seeing Denver at the top of anything is weird. It's jarring. It throws us off. It makes us delusional and happy. Yeah. Like when Nikola Jokic, we see Nikola Jokic actually win the MVP. We're like, we don't know what to do with ourselves. So if, if yeah. I'm Tim filling this out, I'm telling whoever I give to fill it out just to put Denver last and all these, so, you know, it's, we go under the radar again. Like that's my strategy. I'm all, I'm all for it. Let's take our first break with no music uh, wins. So really <laughs> but on the other side, we're going to continue scrolling down this list of uh, topics, uh, including getting to sixth man of the year, rookie of the year, most improved player. And of course the MVP. Yeah, guys, as always, make sure to pick up some Breck Brew this week. If you're in town, stop into the DNVR bar. We're always stocked with Breck Brew. Tons on tap. We've also got the Breck Brew seltzers as well, which, of course, are my go-to. Come uh, be so, with us at the bar, man. This is going to be a bar. I think I'm going to, what, Sunday almost certainly for the Broncos game will be at the bar. Oh, yeah. It's going to be oh, big time yeah. bar time. Um, man, I love how many times the smuggets have been invoked in the chat. It's, it's giving yeah. me life. It was, it was <laughs> an iconic period in time. <laughs> the smugget, I loved it. It's like a real OG if you remember the smuggets. Like, you know, you were, you're, you were an, o, you're an OG to less than one year ago. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, guess you guys, real OGs know, guess what's coming up here probably in a couple weeks? What? Annual tarot card reading for the Nuggets oh season. My God. We have the whole Most, season, but yeah. we're going to spoil it. We always get a peek into the future with the tarot cards. Right. Like, this is our version of the player rankings for <laughs> this of the GM <laughs> survey. Like, the- we, we, we rank all the players in the league. We, we tell you who's going to win the West, win the East. We actually don't need to play the season out because we apparently know all these things. After the tarot card readings, we will really just know everything that's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to know like with like disturbing clarity what's going to happen. Yeah. And we're just like, going to have to then brace for it like uh, Wind is already doing. <laughs> if I see the tower again, I don't know what I'm going to do. But dude, if we see the tower again, I'm going to just, I'm done with the nuggets. It's over. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. Dude, if we if, if she turns over a tower card for Bones Highland, oh, uh, why, why did you speak that to the? Universe? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. He just said anything. Anything. Um. Yeah, like I said, pick up some Breck Brew this week. If you do, if you go to a, a supermarket, grocery store, if you go to Breck Brew Farmhouse, check out the Mile High City Copper Logger as well. Also, guys, Ball sponsoring us on, across the entire DNVR network, as in Ball Arena, as in the Aerospace Technology Company, also is in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. Ball has actually been leading global s- sustainability efforts, excuse me, for decades. And they are hiring. They're adding line capacity. Let's go. You and I Is he choking? No, they're looking. They're looking. They're adding line capacity to their 400 person plant here in town in Golden. Uh, the demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. And chances are, if you've consumed a beverage in a can, it's been from a ball aluminum can. Uh, so hit them up, jobs.ball.com, and search for Golden or text Golden to 77222. I told you I was rattled, man. What a pro. I've never seen anything like that. You were like, uh, you. it's like you tore your Achilles and you went back in, you hit that one last free throw. It's unbelievable. <laughs> And then I'm out for the rest of the game. <laughs> <You're just out. laughs> 
The gorgeous photo of Luca and Steph here. Who will win the 2021 Kia MVP? And what do you know, guys? Kevin Durant, most likely. And then Luka Doncic, second most likely. Giannis, a distant third. All right, Eric, what do you think of these? Uh, oh, <laughs> most importantly, not pictured anywhere in here, Nikola Jokic. Nice <sighs> vote. Well, we do know that last year Giannis got 32%, so that's useful. Um, knowing that <laughs> he did not, that was not enough to win the award. Um, wow, this is, <laughs> dude, what are you trying to do to us, boss? <laughs> I wasn't ready for this level of outrage. I, I mean, he's not even on the goddamn list. He hasn't received one vote from these GMs. Who are these people? I wish they would have done like they did for the rankings, where like we could have seen if he received a second, third, fourth, you know, at least then he would have probably received something here. Yeah. You're just like, I don't know, man. I mean, look. It is hard to be a repeat MVP, especially when you didn't win the year before. If you won a championship, it's easy to be a repeat MVP. But if you haven't, people are like, Giannis did it, right? Sure did. Giannis did it. Yeah, Giannis did it. Maybe he'll do it. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I'm not that outraged by this, guys, because I just feel like the narrative. Because you're broken. So hard against him, man. I'm broken. You're like, guys, I'm not upset about this because I've learned to stop expecting things in life and I learned that uh, nothing is fair. So it's, I'm fine with it. Uh, what do you think, Wind? Well, is Kevin Durant going to play enough games to win MVP? Like that, 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 That's my biggest question because how many games you play is suddenly such a big part of the MVP conversation. It's apparently the number one factor these days. Uh, but you played... 35 games last year so not even half of a 72 game season that's my question with kevin durant luca the mavs aren't going to be good enough Giannis, i could see Giannis winning it actually just from the course correction of oh we gave him two mvps we overrated him so much and then he won a championship oh we were so right let's give him another MVP. <laughs> we were so right. i would love for you to win a championship and everyone to be like we were right to give him like patting themselves on the yeah. back for begrudgingly giving him the MVP after everyone got hurt. I can I see a got- bit of a uh, pity MVP going to Joel Embiid. Everybody just feeling bad for him this year. I could see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, pity t- MVP. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Let's start that campaign now. Like when he's, when is, oh, let's actually, this is the real question. When is the first, like, who's the leader for MVP column going to come out? Like one weekend of the season? What, how, last year, remember, it was like eight days into the season. It was like LeBron. It was incredible. I think- I, and I really think we had a big responsibility in pushing that. So well, I think we could take some credit for that. Oh, you think so? See, I was, yeah. I remember there was a game, the Nuggets Lakers, and it was like maybe the 20th game of the season, maybe not even that. And I just remember like LeBron had a great game and everyone was like, okay, so the MVP's wrapped up, right? This is, I was like, guys, we're not it even was going on before that. We're not even halfway through the season and we're already doing this stupid thing. Um, I think. I feel- Probably a good bet just because the Nets might win the East and he'll probably play the most games out of the big three. It's not weird to you guys that uh, this might be the year where people are just like, how do we hand out an MVP on a team that has three superstars? Like I, I know it, last year we had this exact scenario and people were talking about, you know, Katie or Harden. So, but I don't know that one. I just, it would be like- pretty easy though. If Kyrie doesn't play this year, and Kevin Durant plays in 40 games, then it'd be pretty yeah. easy. They really, really wanted to give it to Harden last year, like really, really badly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're right, though. That like they, 
I, well, <laughs> I, I like that. this one. I like a Dame as a dark horse. I wonder what his odds are on DraftKings because that oh, team is not man. that bad. There is a, a vacancy of like great teams in the West. I, I could see Portland being a three seed and Dame having some crazy games that people are like, he's the MVP. Nobody plus, thought he'd be a three plus seed. Plus the narrative, the narrative around Dame would be crazy. This guy could have demanded a trade, but he stuck it out in Portland. <laughs> I love it. That would be the narrative. That yeah, is, they're not giving Chauncey coach the year. Like, they're just not doing that. That's not, that's going to be a thing that does does not happen. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. If you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? Luka Doncic gets forty three percent of the vote. Giannis this is gets such a wild take, in my opinion. Then everybody receiving basically one vote: Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, <laughs> Zion Williamson. Here's what I love though. <laughs> It's funny because like this is clearly a GM that has been through a lot. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm only worried about this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like yeah. if you're starting a friend, you're like, I'm gonna start a franchise with a 37-year-old player. Like, I'm it's, hoping it's you know who that is. It's probably David Griffin, if we're being <laughs> yeah. completely honest. He definitely he's like, didn't he's pick like, Zion. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely uh, like banking on the fact that uh, the earth will, will be on fire in a few years. So you might as well like try and win one while we're, while we're here. So can, can you imagine starting a franchise? <laughs> oh, man. They, like in three yeah. years, they're like, oh, no, we're in deep trouble. Wow. That Your team's like funny. LeBron, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, <laughs> Im- Iman Shumpert. That's pretty funny. Uh, here's what's funny to me, though. Giannis to me is the clear answer here because Giannis is a yeah, guy that, man. It's, yeah, because so he's, clear. he's young. He's already an MVP caliber player. He's a champion, but also like he's the lowest. It seems he's the lowest maintenance of all of these guys, not named Jokic, not named Nikola. Right. So Luca, we don't know quite yet. Is he going to be the type of guy that gets GMs fired, gets coached, you know, moved or this or that? We already know him and Carlisle didn't, you know, weren't necessarily this type. Giannis, it's like you can't say a bad thing about him and he just won a title. If you have Giannis, he's going to love his fan base. He's going to love his teammates. He's going to love his coach. He's going to love his GM. He's going to be all about it. He's going to be a leader. I just, I'm surprised. Luca, as good as he is, I'm a little bit surprised he edged out Giannis. He's only, what, three years younger, four years younger, something like that? I mean, what has Luca done? Nothing. He's been well. Wow. What has Luca done? Nothing. This is a really late night hot take from Lynn. You're right. He's done nothing. Compared to Giannis, um, <laughs> here here's the one I have trouble with. Other than LeBron, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Did we just see what it looks like when you start a franchise with Anthony Davis? Of course, of course. This one, this one, honestly, might have been Polinka. Like he might have just been like, hey, we need. He's gonna be pissed if he sees zero votes, so we better throw him one here. Yeah, um, you know who I, you know who I actually in, out of that list would probably go with Nikola Jokic. He's he's starting. He's uh, the anchor of my favorite team of my entire life. He's the course. top human being. Everything about him is great. He makes watching basketball fun. He has a he plays a brand of basketball that makes everybody else better. He's not just a clear out guy. Uh, Jokic, th- w- w- what are we talking about here? <laughs> Giannis. My my pick would be Jokic. I love Jokic, but look, Giannis has a uh, a championship, so I just I, that's why Absolutely. I give him the edge here. And it's just like okay, you know, a little bit more. You do it by himself, of course, of course, of course. And I think Jokic can get here. I just understand, but I, I'm not. 
if you're really asking a general manager, like, who would you pick? I have a hard time believing anybody would say actually Anthony Davis or even Zion Williamson. Like, they might be thinking, who would you rather build around for 15 years? But if you're a GM and you're like, you want to keep your job for 15 years, no way are you taking Anthony Davis or Zion Williamson. Like, those guys are not going to give you job security the way Giannis and, and Jokic would. So that's yeah, my- I know. I know. I was hating on Luca. I, I would take him pretty high in these rankings. Full disclosure. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if the GM who took Zion is some like uh, some figurehead around the league who just doesn't really keep up with the day to day and just like, oh, Zion looked looked good in that game against Denver, like two years ago. Can you imagine being the GM when Zion comes in just every summer, like 30 pounds overweight? You're just like, oh, we're a little nervous here. <laughs> Why did I make that choice? I, I could have had any player. Why did I <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis just trolling your own fan base and teammates walking into the arena every day. That's all, folks. Um, all right, let's keep going down here. Which player – I love this question. They ask it every year. Which player – uh, forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments. Um, Steph Curry wins this one. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, James Harden, Giannis, and Jokic. Jokic received, it looks like, two two votes because Hell he has yeah. um, I do love that Jokic made this list because this is, a, this is the list of, like, unicorns, really, right? Guys yeah. that are one of one in the mold. Um, and so I think it's cool that Jokic is now on this list. I don't think he was on that last year. I got to think that uh, the the GM for the Portland Trailblazers had to vote for Nikola Jokic on this one. <laughs> That's a great point. He's like, we had to change our whole roster. <laughs> Utah Jazz, to be honest, like the Utah Jazz changed their entire roster last yeah. year because they got beat by the Nuggets. They're like, bring back favors. We have to beat the Nuggets. Uh, Harrison, what do you think? Anything here? I think LeBron's probably a little too high. I don't know how much teams just totally change up their game plan and adjustments when they're playing LeBron. Uh, Harden might be a little too low, though. Uh, Harden, I feel like, is the player. At least we got a taste of this when he was with the Rockets. But it's always like, all right, what scheme are we going to do? Are we going to double him? Are we going to like? Are we going to play on his his left hip or his right hip? Like, who are we going to throw at him? Harden, Harden, like makes you adjust everything. I do feel like. Do you remember what was it Utah that invented the like playing behind him, like, yeah, and allowing him to go forward? Like think about what an adjustment that was a wild that is. time. Don't guard him towards the basket. Guard guard him towards the step yeah. back. Like what? It's so, so at weird. that moment, it should have been very apparent that we need to change the foul drawing rules. Just at, <laughs> at that precise moment, yeah, they the just NBA should have been like, "What is happening here?" Yeah, everyone, official timeout. Official timeout. Yeah, we oh, have to change the rules. yeah, we we have to change the rules. This is the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever seen. Uh, I do love it though. I'm curious, do you guys think Yoke? So he's got two votes basically, seven percent. Will that number be higher or lower in next year's survey? I've got to think higher. I, I, I wonder if a reason it's not higher is just because coaches they don't know what to do against Nikola Jokic. Because you listen to coaches talk and with their pregame remarks, and they always get a question like, "Oh, how are you going to stop Nikola Jokic?" And nobody knows how. Like nobody even knows how to answer that. You know, they usually go into something like, "Oh, you know, you you want to take away one thing, but you can't take away everything." So we just try to be physical with them. Coaches don't know how to stop him because everything that you throw at Jokic, he's got a counter for. So 
I wonder if that's why he's not hired is because there's, there's no real adjustments that work. So the funniest adjustment with yoke, and this is a weird one. Rim protectors always love to play right at the rim and block shots. And Jokic is so good at stopping like seven feet from the basket and that little floater. And so he's always getting the Rudy Gobert's of the world where they're like, here's where I block shots. And then he shoots the little floater and they're like, well, it's either a goaltend or it's a, you know, and, and so I do feel like there are a lot of adjustments with him just on that alone. Then you get into the passing and everything else. I think it's going to be higher too. I think we're entering where Jokic is. I mean, he's obviously the MVP. He's already here as like this top five player, but I do think that we're entering the year where he's just for the next three or four years, at least where he's always the guy you adjust. I mean, like the league adjusts to its best players and, uh, I suspect next year that that'll be even higher. Um, this is a great one. Which player is most likely to have a breakout season? Breakout season. Jaron Jackson Jr. gets the most votes, which is kind of interesting to me. Anthony Edwards, also interesting because he's, you know, second-year player. Michael Porter is third. Why do you think, Eric, why do you think he's third on this? Because he, we're going to see most improved player. He's got, like, the best odds. Why is he third? I think people have a bad taste in their mouth for the last time that they saw MPJ in NBA action, uh, seeing him targeted and uh, taken advantage of on the defensive end um, mm. was not a great look. I, Stuff I think that just doesn't really happen in the regular season. Yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. But I, I'm, you, you know, he's still, no, for sure. High. For sure. He's still very high on the list, but if you're asking me why he's third, as opposed to first, like, I'm sure that's it. Like people see flaws in his game. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Harrison? I don't know. I thought he'd be higher because this this uh, section of the poll is kind of like just most improved player, I would think. At least that's how I would think about yeah. it. So he's the favorite for that. I, I'm surprised he's not one or two here. Also, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a crazy choice. That That, that is such an odd choice. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. He, he's never healthy, though. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it's just interesting to me. I mean, sure, I like him. Uh, it's just uh, he's a bad player. He doesn't know what he's doing. No, he's sure. He's good. I was. I would have said fifteen players before I would have said Jaron Jackson finished first <laughs> in this poll. I know what like Jaron Jackson to me. I really like his game, but I did, breaking out would mean him becoming a star. I feel like he's a really good player, really good role player, but I don't. What would it look like for him to even break out? Is he a 20-something point-per-game score? I don't see that. Is he turn into Anthony Davis? I don't see that either. Like, I don't I don't know what ter- – I think he's going to be really good. I just don't know what – usually this would mean some player that, like, pops highlights and, and everything else, and I just don't yeah. know that he's a highlights guy. Um, Michael Porter, somebody brought it up. I do suspect that this is more about – this is why I think most improved player is a weird choice for him too. He's kind of already broken out. He hasn't done it consistently, but he's done it enough that, I mean, it was a 19 point per game scorer. I, I think a lot of guys would look at that and say, oh yeah, he's already sort of done this. And I, I'm guessing that's why he's a little bit lower. My favorite on this list, guys, you would never guess it from looking at all the players listed here. I like Lonzo Ball to have a big year. Oh, I don't know if a breakout year because he's like broke out as a rookie and remember all the hype. But I do think this could be a year where, look, he's with our guy, Arturis. Arturis knows what he's doing. Oh my Maybe. God. <laughs> I mean, do, what do you want us to do with he that? He did sign DeMar DeRozan to that contract. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, all right, we'll find out what happens. Do you are you not standing Arturis anymore, D-Light? Is he uh he moved on? 
no, I, I'm I love Arturis. I'm not standing Lonzo Ball. I can't do this. With you. Like, you, this is your island. You can live on this island. I'll never force you to leave. I'm just gonna live on it with you. That's it. Like I've I've got my own island. Well, so to to, to, to the, in defense here, so Michael Porter's third with ten percent last year. He was second or tied, I guess, first with fifteen percent. So he was already projected to. This is why it's a little bit weird, but I digest. Um, best point guard in the NBA. Steph Curry, number one, 57% of the vote. I love that this was a landslide. Remember in years past, even in his MVP years, where this was Dude, like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something. If LeBron James is on this list, Nikola Jokic should be on this list. Yeah, what the Ooh. LeBron James is the <laughs> the best point guard in the NBA. What the hell? What is well, this? Scroll down and see the small forward. He's the second best small forward in the NBA. So <laughs> he's he's the best in a lot of positions, apparently. And at um, the end of games, he's gonna play power forward. Even Luke is a, an interesting one, right? I guess point guard, this is positionless. It doesn't really count. I wish we could have done, like, we all know there's a point, right? Who's the point? But then there's guard. And we understand that. So point guard, you could argue, if this was just who's the best point, then you could be like, yeah, LeBron, point forward or whatever, but Luca. But point guard, it's like, come on, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. I want to hear how they, I want to know who else came in. So Chris Paul, who else was going to be on this list? That's what I wanted to hear because there's a lot of good guards, but unfortunately we can't do it. Um, Who's the best shooting guard in the NBA? James Harden, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, and then a whole bunch of other people, including Kevin Durant. (laughs) Man. What? I I don't know. I, I I don't even know what to say. Are GMs like morons? <laughs> they might be dumber than we think. They might uh, be morons. Yeah, they might they be. Might there, be there, there are they some, are. Te- there are some teams are. that that like you look at and it absolutely substantiates that uh, feeling that you're having right now, Adam. You're like that team is run by a moron. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Sacramento, for example, or you know, other <laughs> whatever. But yes, many GMs are morons. We've had morons running our team in the past we just unfortunately like we just now have a, a non-moron it's the greatest like stretch of it nuggets basketball i can even imagine um all right small forward we'll keep going down the list this time kevin durant wins it now it is noteworthy lebron if you were to put him in a specific position it would be either small forward or power forward and right. if you look at this we could look at both of these power forward and small forward he is number one in neither like he's he's number two in both so Giannis, the best power forward. Kevin Durant, the best small forward. LeBron, second best in each of those. It, this is sort of the first year this has happened, I believe, where it's like, okay, he is no longer the top at any spot. Not the top for MVP favorite, this or that. It's just kind of interesting. Wash King season, Adam. <laughs> Running it back. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> going to use that as motivation. Uh, no one believed in us. <laughs> <laughs> it's so inspiring. Uh, if we go down to the bottom, though, guys, this is the real um, – the real one. Best center. Nikola Jokic, 63%. Finally. Giannis somehow got a vote in this one, which is a little weird. Like, okay. I'm, I'm pretty surprised it. to not see LeBron James's name in here. <laughs> Imagine if he played center. Last year, Jokic had 50% of the vote. This year, he has 63. Mm. I feel like, oh, hell yeah. you know, we, we talked about everyone at one point will, at some point, the whole world will acknowledge the true king, uh, Nikola Jokic. And I feel like this is evidence of you know, it's a movement. He just keeps gaining more and more ground. It's almost unanimous now. We're getting there, Eric. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I mean, it is funny, though, that they, they'll they just – you'll note that 
Joel Embiid and Giannis, two of the best centers that are much, much lower in this, are both above Jokic in the likelihood for being MVP. <laughs> None of this math checks out. It's a bunch of bullshit. I don't know what we're talking about. Who are these idiots? What is this list? Yeah, that is a great point. But Harrison, <laughs> it is also funny just to think of where we've come from. Like, you know, all the guys Jokic was supposedly not better than. He's recently is like four years ago, five years ago. Now it's like almost unanimous. Is that number 63%? What is it going to be next year, Harrison? Say 70%. going to become even more. I think it's going to keep going up. The only way it doesn't is if Joel Embiid gets the pity MVP award this season. (laughs) That's the only way. Uh, Other than that, I think it keeps going up for the next couple of years. I want you to know this is sticking, and I'm going to have so much fun with it. All year, the pity MVP award. Pity MVP. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it just be great if at a certain point, like Jokic just had a hundred percent and we just like, we just stopped lying to ourselves. Like he's just the best center. What are we doing? Like how many times do you have to prove this over and over? Like, what are we talking about? I think I'm actually most looking forward to when it's 97%. We all get to be so pissed and we're like, who's the one, who is the one asshole? I'm going to find him. Oh, the NBA, dude, the, the NBA, there's no shortage of just things to be outraged by from the NBA. It like really like lets you stretch your outrage legs. It makes me feel great. Let's take another break here, Harrison, our final one. Uh, and then on the other side, we still have more to get to. Oh, baby. Yeah, guys, if you go to manscaped.com, oh, use yeah. the code DNVR, you're going to get 20% off your purchase at Manscaped plus free shipping. Uh, if you haven't picked up the performance package 4.0 what are you doing uh go to manscaped.com use that code dnvr for 20 percent off you're gonna get the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer you're gonna get the weed whacker the ear and nose hair trimmer liquid formulations you also get that shed travel bag as well Uh, so head to manscaped.com use the code dnvr get 20 percent off plus free shipping Uh, something that everybody out there needs at DraftKings this week, guys, what do we got going on at DraftKings this week? They are an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And DraftKings Sportsbook has a week five offer every football fan should jump on. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Does wow. everyone see what's some, happening? Does I got some see stats to back it up, too. There actually has been a 0-0 tie before. It was in 1943. That's the last time it's happened. <laughs> but does everyone so, see what's happening? The, the when the when the season started, the offer was two hundred dollars. Then the offer was one hundred and fifty dollars. Now the offer is one hundred dollars. If you're not getting in, you're just losing money. What are you doing? Get in. Right. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. They're also an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just one dollar on any NFL game this week and win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, that's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Finally, 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 Solace Meds has some awesome deals going on throughout the entire month of October. So you guys got a lot of time to take advantage of these. Dixie Gummies, 25% off. Solace Bars, 25% off. Solace Sticks, these are new. New to Solace Meds, 25% off. Mile High Extractions, 25% off. Summit, 25% off. 1906 Drops, 
25% off as well. You can get those deals at any of the four Colorado locations, Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Broadway, and East Colfax. Also, you can drop the code DNVR20 when you're checking out. Get 20% off your entire purchase. Off your entire purchase, also get a free Solace Bar or King Cone with your purchase as well. So tons of deals at Solace Med. You can get any of those at all four of their locations. All right, we got to fly now, guys, because we've gone so slow. We have to like really fly through the back like two thirds of this. I didn't realize there there's only one more I really want to get to. All right, we'll go quick. Which team had the best overall moves this offseason? Wasn't it? It's kind of funny that the Lakers are two because they're the team that made the biggest moves. But uh, all right, so Miami Heat get number one. Denver not mentioned. Which one player will make the biggest impact? Kyle Lowry again. This is kind of like just echoing the the team thing. Most it's under- probably Russell Westbrook, good or bad. Yeah, that's kind of that's actually a great point. Most underrated player acquisition. Okay, this one's oh, interesting. Baby. Larry Nance in division, so he gets this one. We got Patty Mills in Brooklyn, which is interesting. Spencer Dinwiddie, okay. Lonzo Ball, I like it. Also receiving votes though, Jeff Green in Denver. Hey, Larry Nance Jr. He's good, man. <laughs> he's the okay. Well, all right. <laughs> I think he's really good. That was a really good acquisition. Um, solid. Yeah, solid acquisition. Um, which team will be the most improved Chicago Bulls? I mean, they're the team that actually yeah. made changes this year. It's a completely different team. The Warriors getting healthier. Okay. Sure. I'm surprised the Lakers. I guess because they were where they were seated, but the seven. Yeah. It's because they were disappointing seven last year. And now they're like be what they were supposed to be, probably, or at least that's what people think. Um, once again, Denver not not mentioned on this list. Most surprising move of the offseason. Again, nothing with Denver. Nothing all that too surprising, I guess. Everybody kind of knew what was going to happen. Let's go to rookies. I would have, I would have expected Denver drafting Dame Lillard on that to be part of that, but <laughs> that was that is crazy that they did that. Nobody talked about it. Who will win the rookie of the year? I'm kind of surprised Jalen Green is ahead of Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham draft Twitter. It's like the next LeBron. GMs and scouts seem to be a lot more lukewarm on him. I mean, they think he's really good, but not the unanimous best player in this draft, which is kind of interesting. He's just going to score more, I think. Jalen Green? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, this is my guy right here, guys. Davion Mitchell. Love that dude, man. I love Davion Mitchell. Yeah, he, looked, that, he looked good in summer league. He looked uh, good. He, yeah. so they, I saw the Sacramento Kings tweeted out a video of him. I can't remember. I think he was guarding De'Aaron Fox or something. And like, that guy, I'm telling you, he might be – I think he's going to be the best on-ball defender in the NBA within – I'll say it's within 24 months, but it might be quicker. It might be within like, you know, 12 months. This time next year, he might be the best. He's insane. This this is my favorite summer league take of all time. <laughs> That's a summer league. I mean, come on, he's a national. Well, league. I'm sure some people said the same thing about Chris Dunn. He was Chris incredible. Chris Dunn looked really good, league. but not like Davey. He beat up Emmanuel Moody. I remember that. The only question is that if. Uh... Shengun wins rookie of the year. Is he still a bust, Harrison? That's the real question. <laughs> as I've explained multiple times, he wasn't taken as high as people thought. Therefore, he is not a bust. <laughs> Which rookie will be the best player in five years? Again, it's Jalen Green now moves from one to three, but Kate Cunningham stays at two. Evan Mobley leaps him, albeit barely, 33 to 30%. Um, again, just a little bit weird to me that he is not – Kid Cunningham not considered number one when he's so unanimous amongst draft Twitter. Um, James Wiseman. I love, I love how for this one they threw the five years ago and just to get Ben Simmons in there. I kind of like that. It's so interesting. It's also like so timely, right? That Ben Simmons would be here. What player will be holding out from camp five years from now? Just crumbled. Maybe it's Davion Mitchell. And uh, Kyrie. It's, pro- 
It's probably MPJ. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Which rookie was the biggest steal at where he was drafted? Guys, Bones Highland not mentioned. Look at the names that are mentioned here. Bones Highland not mentioned. Welcome to the club, Bones Highland. You get to feel the disrespect for being in Denver. I. This might be the craziest one. The Jokic stuff, whatever. I get there's like an argument. He doesn't even get a single vote when some of these guys – Scotty Barnes got four, uh, like he was drafted four and he got a vote. Like he was supposed to go one, two or three. Come on guys. Yeah, man. I, I don't know how after summer league, you couldn't have at least given him a vote because obviously this was done before the preseason game, but summer league bones was great too. Bones was way better than a lot of these guys. Most of them. I, what do you think, Eric? Somebody just, has convinced these guys the Nuggets have not drafted. I, I wonder if people tried to type in Nashawn Highland and or they tried to type in Bones Highland and it only registered for the other one. I love this theory. I love it. And they're like, well, we don't know. Yeah, I guess I'll just go with yeah, Miles Eric. Yeah, we saw we saw Brandon Boston. He looked like a, a another he looked like a dude. Um we saw <laughs> Bones Highland. He looked like yeah, we saw Bones Highland. He looked like Damian Lillard. Um, whatever. I mean, screw the, Again, how much outrage do I have saved up for guys that aren't paying attention to anything other than what's going on in their own teams? I don't. I don't care. I, they, these guys, they can say whatever they want. Now, later on, they'll be forced to face the fact that they did not see what was coming. What's coming is the Bones train. Let's go. We should go back and look at this survey from Yoke's rookie season just to see what people had to say. Oh, dude, Jokic wasn't anywhere. That'll be Wednesday show, actually. <laughs> Best international player in the NBA, Yoke comes in third. Giannis, Luke, third. Yoke. Um, look, I, I'm, again, you can be upset if you want. Um, those are I all good players, that. so yeah. it, it works. I will say Giannis won a title but lost control of the vote, so make of that what you will. Best international player not in the NBA, Jokic. Oh, wait. Jovic, <laughs> Mark Gasol. <laughs> what, oh, is it? what is this? This is the, this was like this is the Knicks. They don't scout international. And they're like, I don't know. I, I hear yeah, they're like Rudy Fernandez. Fernandez. <laughs> they're like, what's what? Name one international player. Uh, Ricky uh, Rubio. Oh, is he in the league? Oh, goddamn it. Uh, Scola, <laughs> best defensive player in the year. Not Rudy Gobert. It's Giannis. How interesting that Giannis and Drew Holiday won three. Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, you would think they would have won a title or something. Yeah. Best perimeter defender in the NBA right now, Drew Holiday. He also had Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, Pat Beverly. Like, who did that one? Come on, guys. Patrick Beverly is – like, Patrick Beverly's not a top 15 on-ball defender, in my opinion. Like, he he's yeah. a top 15 loudest defender, but he's not a top, top 15. This is like – that would be like Hassan Whiteside winning, uh, getting a defensive player, the best defensive player award, you know, like, come on, man. I, that to me, that's comparing him to Drew Holiday or even a Ben Simmons or Kawhi Leonard or Giannis defensively. Like, get out of here, man. Come on. Um, you guys aren't as upset as I am about that one. Okay. I'm just you know, waiting I, to get to best passer. Best interior defender. Like, all right, Rudy Gobert. Uh, most versatile defender in the NBA. I'm surprised that Draymond is all the way down here. To me, it's still Draymond. Like, if you need one game. Versatile, though? Like, versatile yeah. to me means guard one through five. Yeah, he can do that. And he can also guard all five. Better than those guys? Look, man, he's he's unique. He's the Jokic of defense. Like, he, it's not the physical tools. It's not this or that. Like, although he does have, like, the really long arms. 
He's just a genius, man. I like you don't think Draymond lost a step at all over the last couple of years. Like Draymond can't guard a lot of point guards. No way, man. How how are you not outraged by the fact that Kawhi Leonard, who is will not play next year, (laughs) has made this goddamn list and has gotten the the same amount of support as Draymond Green, by the way. Best defensive team. Nuggets got snubbed again. Unbelievable. Coaches, you want to talk about the real snubbing? Michael Malone, just not respected by other GMs around the league. Spolstra, number one. Monty Williams, number two. Quinn Snyder, Greg Popovich, Budenholzer. Man, he really reclaimed some value here. It's because everybody fucks with Mike in that they mess around with him. They don't don't give him his respect. Well, so best manager, motivator, we know that's part of it. Monty Williams, number one. Steve Kerr, number two, although it's only 10%. That's kind of surprising. Ty Lue, Greg Popovich, Spolstra. No votes here, man. He didn't get a single vote. I'm I'm really surprised by that. Um, best I mean, in- what? Th- th- there's one coach who helped bring his team back from two, three, one comebacks. <laughs> That's so I mean, true, man. I mean, if, if that if he didn't motivate anyone like during that, like what are we even doing? <laughs> so it actually is crazy to think about that. Like come back from three, one, two, twice, and just yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know how you judge motivation, but that should be exactly how. I think it's hilarious that Mike Budenholzer gets voted for best for best and, and Tom Thibodeau like he's just like oh here's what I'm thinking I'm just gonna play my starter the entire ice. game right Doc Rivers and Tom Thibodeau like notorious for blowing playoff series for lack of adjustments dude Doc <laughs> Rivers is in that goddamn list what is this list what is this the GMs are just like they don't want these guys fired they're like oh my God. it's our only way to beat them um head coach runs the best offense Quinn Snyder very surprised by that but okay um, you know, Chris Finch in Minnesota got a vote. Oh, here's Michael Malone. Hey. Um, the funny thing about this, is, I'm trying to keep from my guy Malone, but when your best offense is, you know, you have this incredible once in a generation type player and you just let him yeah. do whatever he wants, you know, that's tough. I'm just cool. saying, I'm saying like th- that, that comes up, but not, it's not guaranteed that every coach would have just given the keys over to Nicole Jokic. Like sure. Sure. His, uh, in, for example, the uh, coach of the Serbian national team, for example, didn't even see fit <laughs> wow. to start the man. Shots fired. Uh, head coach, That's best defensive schemes. No nuggets pictured. Uh, relocated head coach. Who cares? Um, best <laughs> yeah, coach. that is just not needed. Yeah, there. nobody really cares. Nuggets. I no, know. here's my juices. Nailed this. This list has terrible vibes. This, <laughs> this list is straight vibeless. All right, let's go to miscellaneous here. Which team is the most fun to watch? Our Nuggets are only at oh, fifth. We got two votes. Come let's on, oh, dude, dude, that's like we just won the championship. We got the Brooklyn Nets. Like GMs just love watching the Brooklyn goddamn Nets. Unbelievable. Ugh. I just can't buy it. The Jazz got half of the votes of the Nuggets. Can you imagine watching the Jazz and being like, "This is as fun as the Nuggets." Rudy Gobert screen assists left and right. This is well, you're like you're like, hey, we can either watch the jazz or go watch a very, very salty lake outside. Those are our <laughs> options here. That's true. Relative to the other entertainment. Best home <laughs> court advantage, the jazz dominate this one. Nuggets second. Um, everybody's about that altitude. Most promising young core. Here's what I love. The Nuggets still getting votes for this. It just yeah, we've definitely moved out of the young core phase. I, we keep well, adding younger not. pieces to the core, like we right. Well, we, we still have the second core. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're the yeah. We're, this is the, this is our core's core. Bones, Bowl, Porter. Is that the second? Oh my god, we have a new core. There is no teams that have like this defense. I mean, there used to be like three or four teams that were all young. The Hawks yeah. are the only young. Then you have Houston's like super young, but nobody knows what to make of them just yet. So, kind of interesting that. 
I, I do love I do love how Boston will be on this list until yeah, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, Jokic completely snubbed in the most athletic uh, vote here. Oh my god! Finally, something to be outraged about. Very upset about that one. Uh, best pure shooter, Steph. Uh, it's crazy that Steph only got 90 percent of the votes here. Like, come on, yeah. guys. Come and on. Also receiving votes, Seth Curry. That was definitely a typo. <laughs> 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 which player is fastest with the ball De'Aaron Fox John Morant I can't believe De'Aaron Fox got ahead of John Morant I get maybe it's true because so De'Aaron cool. Fox is fast he's really fast man play best at moving without the ball Steph Curry Duncan Robinson yeah. Clay Thompson Devin Booker is, gets a vote Seth Curry you know what as this goes down like if I receive this goddamn huge packet of information like I would absolutely hand it off to one of my I mean, <laughs> totally out. I got stuff this is to ridiculous do. all right <laughs> I mean th- this took an hour just for us to talk about which player is the best passer Jokic tied for first with LeBron James we did it guys we did we it did it baby used to be so I I did not expect this at all um yeah I'll take it, even though I think he's clearly the best passer in the league. Clearly. My my favorite part about this is shouts to whoever voted for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and my, my, my theory on this is whatever intern filled this out just went to NBA.com and sorted by most assists. And that was Russell <laughs> That's Westbrook. True. Look at this. Composito got a vote. Just Hell yeah, office. he did. Hell yeah, he did. We, Hell yeah, we saw, he did. We, we saw the, you know, we saw passing last night, the little spin pass thing all right is Jokic can he be unanimous number one next year no, unanimous passer? Number one passer no of course not what, no. what are we talking about no I is think LeBron he will be. no I think he will be the number one pass. first no, of all dude. LeBron's sharing the court this year with also on this list Russell Westbrook it's gonna factor it, that. That, in. that does that doesn't matter though. Like nothing matters in these lists. Nothing it's just matters. Whatever, yeah. it's, <laughs> nothing matters in life. It. Yeah, this yeah. is All ridiculous. Right. Best leader, Chris Paul. Very surprised by that one. I should we should ask Blake Griffin. <laughs> he did not vote on this one. LeBron James. Um, again, you know, he had a certain type of leader. Half of the roster he led last year, he traded away. Is this uh, just James- who's on the NBA PA? No, it's so true. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Damian Lillard. I'm just, honestly, I think Lillard should be number one always. Giannis could even have been here, but Jokic did get a vote. So nice. Yeah, nice. Jokic got a vote. So oh my go. god, this this list is literally giving me a headache. I can't deal with this. Most versatile player in the NBA, whatever. What player best basketball IQ? Jokic fourth. Oh, now I want to fight. Oh my god. Doesn't have Chris Paul's basketball IQ. I'm mad now. Which player? Do you guys you saw that interview I posted of the uh, I can't remember the other Serbian MVP and he was talking about how like Teodosic has a great IQ but Jokic is like a whole can't even be compared. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Um, right. Player, you want taking a shot with the game on the line? Statistically, we know there's a right answer to this. It's Jokic, but you know not uh, every player. You want taking a shot with a foot on the line, Kevin Durant. Oh, let's go! Let's, let's go! Let's go! Let's get spicy. Um, <laughs> and then whatever that question is. So that's it, guys. Oh. Oh, dude, I need a, I need a shower. We, that was we talked we talked rough. nuggets on the player previews for around like six hours today. That was easier than this hour. <laughs> that was a. We grind. didn't even get into the player preview. We didn't even or to the, the game preview tomorrow. Gonna... Uh, Jokic is playing tomorrow. Doesn't look like Barton is. There you go. I'm gonna have to go over to Locked On Nuggets to do that one. I guess uh, oh, cross yes. synergy here, cross synergy. But um, fellas. 
everybody in the chat, thanks for staying up late with us, guys. This was great. Yeah, it's really great looking at that list. That was awesome. Um, I'm glad I drove in to look at that. I'm outraged at every question that I answered. I don't feel like we accomplished anything, but I did have a great time, guys. The friends you made along the way. <laughs> everybody, you guys are real ones hanging out with us late into the evening. We enjoyed this. Hope you guys did as well. We'll see you all tomorrow. Wait, hold on. I can't say it. Here it goes. I'll see you all tomorrow. Guys, your Colorado rugby team has rebranded again. This one is here to stay, though. The American Raptors. The American Raptors. See them at Infinity Park. This rugby club, as you guys know, composed of crossover athletes. They ended their first season at 5-5. Five and five. If you haven't heard of them, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team, the American Raptors. These guys come from all different backgrounds, football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer. A lot of the players on the American Raptors have played those sports before. 